This is the Shift Podcast. Today on the Shift Daily Podcast, we've learned there is a condition that lets you see sound. It's called synesthesia. And artist Jerry Hahn has lived with it her whole life. She helps us understand this condition. Maybe it's a bit of a blessing. It's certainly curious what it's really like to see your favorite songs and music. Gurdip Pundar, Bhangra dancer, and the happiest man in Canada delivers joy for all of us on Canada Day. We dig into happiness. How it comes from sadness is distinctly different and still kind of required to be with each other and his dancing performances in Ottawa on Canada Day. Plus, we ask you who you think the best Canadian band of all time might be. Your texts and calls from across Canada. It's The Shift Daily Podcast. This is The Shift Podcast. What is the best Canadian band of all time? Uh, very few duplicates so far. I'm Shane Hewitt. Ryan O'Donnell is here. So is DJ BK, Brennan Kelly. Okay, 877-399-9898. If you come on the radio with us, we will uh, give extra points to your band. That's what we decided. Um, now, some of the votes that have come in, we have uh, Tragically Hip with a vote. And um, if you put your name on there, I can... Uh, Shout you out. Tragically Hip with Wheat Kings would be the favorite song. So that's two for the Tragically Hip. And then uh, Glenn, Glennian Schwa says Tragically Hip, best song, Bob Cajun, hands down. So that's three Tragically Hip. What else do we got here? We got BTO from Clark. Smile from Clark. Um, and also another text for BTO. So we have two for BTO. What is the best Canadian band of all time? Celebrating Canada Day. Uh, Ron and Burnaby says Little Feet. Little Feet's from California, I believe, bud. Um, we're going to have to double check that. I believe Little Feet's from California, so no votes. Uh, Marge in Toronto says Toronto. No, I'm just kidding. She says Jeff Healy. <laughs> Jeff Healy, come on. Really? Jeff Healy concerts? You want to talk about what uh, Jerry talked about, about feeling a concert? That's the best. Jeff Healy concerts, they were the best. You could just sit there and you could just feel it. I mean, he was sitting down for most of it, right? Uh, so that's great. Okay, what else? Uh, Ryan, you're keeping track of these, right? Ryan's tracking. Thumbs up. Okay, the guess who? What is the best Canadian band of all time? 877-399-9898. Uh, guess who is on there? Now, is that we're supposed to guess? No? Or is it the guess who? <laughs> no, you tell us. Don't guess who. <laughs> Come on. Let's mail it in Friday. Um, Best Canadian band, Blue Rodeo from Dave in Winnipeg. Lost together. What about the bare naked ladies? Would you throw the bare naked ladies on the list? Right? I think I'd throw bare naked ladies on the list. I mean, Best yeah, you time. could throw them if we're making a list of great. Yeah, I'm just kind of offended that nobody has said Rush yet. Oh, I guess. Hey, it's Glenn yeah. in Maple Ridge. Hi, Glenn. <laughs> hey, well, don't be offended because Glenn's voting for Rush. Got to be there. The you best. go. Yeah, they're <laughs> yes. awesome. Three piece band that just made magic on stage. I mean, big sound. My- a uh, variety right, of guys. songs, mm-hmm. a little yeah, bit of poetry, plus rock and roll. Yeah, you bet. And they lasted a long time. And man, for three guys that pumped out that music, it's just unbelievable. Have you ever seen them in concert? Just amazing. So I mm-hmm. saw them many times. So perfect. That's my vote, guys. I you got to move Th- some containers at the port. All right, go move some containers safely there, Glenny. Thanks. Uh, that's Glenn, who's in Maple Ridge, who clearly working. Got to get back to it. <laughs> I love that. Interrupt work. Sorry, boss. Can't work yet. Got to call the shift. I love it. Okay. Um, I could go on all night, Dan says. Who do you choose from? Well, Dan, we're telling you to choose, buddy. Sloan, Big Rex, Saga, 
Guess who? Prism, Honeymoon Suite, Doug and the Slugs could go on all night. Okay, well, we can't take any votes because you didn't choose one. Uh, Sid in Chilliwack votes for Chilliwack. Oh, <laughs> hometown boys. <laughs> Might as well. Okay, so Brandon Kelly, if you had to choose one of the best Canadian bands of all time, who would you choose to be? Oh, I don't that? know. It's very tough. Very, very tough. If I'm thinking it's like tough. legendary, you know, you go with the Tragically Hip, or you go with uh, yeah, but- the Leonard Cohens, Neil Youngs, Joni Mitchells. Go way back to that. See, Joni, I would put Joni there. Yeah, for um, sure. Now the now what what is the best though? Is the best influential generation after generation or is it just like a duration thing because they've been around for so long they get a free pass you know that kind of stuff or is it one of those things where um you just look at overall impact of the artist just in general i mean global impact the biggest canadian artist global impact of all time they're out right now that would be the weekend and drake but we don't know yet if they're going to stand the test of time right yeah, yeah, it's hard to say, and like impact is subjective, really. Like mm-hmm. some bands have had huge impacts on their subgenre of music, uh, yep. but maybe not popular music as a whole. It, it's right. a lot like our conversation as to who gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's like, how do you quantify that? How do we quantify the best Canadian band of all time? It's very, very yep. difficult. What? Well, there's a lot of great talent. Well, the guests, uh, we could always, I guess, just share the best to us, you know, and I, I don't know, the best to us, the most impactful Canadian band of all time to me would probably be the Bare Naked Ladies, personally. I mean, the amount of road trips where I drove singing the Gordon album front to back over and over and over again, I mean, that's a lot of road trips. So, I mean, but yet one of the other bands that nobody's ever heard of would be the Waltons from Saskatchewan. When I was in high school, man, I listened to their Like My Tractor album. I listened to that thing over and over and over and over again. Most people won't even know who that band is. But those are Canadians that have the most impact on me. So um, what about sad bands, Ryan? You must know the saddest Canadian band of all time. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would honest, honestly, guys, like Rush. For me, I mean, that band yeah. changed my life 100%. And I actually, the other day, rewatched. uh Beyond the Lighted Stage, the documentary about him. And it's just mm-hmm. rock star after rock star from Nine Inch Nails to the Foo Fighters. These guys talk about how they grew up playing Rush. And that, that's where I see the impact. Is Even though Rush wasn't the most commercially enormous band in the history of the universe, I mean, they probably spawned like 500 bands. Yeah, right. Isn't that the case? Um, Hi, Shane. Rush by far really isn't close, in my opinion. Um, we have another vote for Rush, too. So there's piles on the Rush right there, plus the call for Rush. So that Glenn yeah. gets an do extra points an on update? there. Yeah, do you want an update yeah. on the points? Uh, yeah, let me tell you this one first. We've got Harlequin okay. to add to your list. Okay. And another vote for uh, Jim, who's from Winnipeg, for the hip. Uh, but Jim's in Niagara Falls for Canada Day. How cool is that, Jim? Nice. A great spend place to spend Canada Day. If, I would say this. If you're not going to be in Ottawa for Canada Day, go to Niagara Falls. Yep. Very cool. Update. Okay, so there are a lot of individual bands on the list. So Harlequin, one vote. Jeff Healy, one vote. Trooper, one vote. Chilliwack, two votes. One vote, sorry. We have two votes for the Guess Who. We have two votes for BTO. Four votes. Oh, 
We just got a new one. Uh, jo- uh, Joni, Joni Mitchell. Uh, there Joni. was a vote for Joni. Uh, sorry, four votes for the Tragically Hip. And because the bonus points for calling in, Rush is in the lead with eight points right now. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Little River Band's from Australia, so they don't count either. Thanks for that vote, though. Um, and thanks uh, for the Joni vote. Bill is in Calgary. Hey, Billy. Hey, guys. Best Canadian band of all time in your eyes. What is it, Bill? Well, I uh, I actually saw them coming up from the bars in Kingston. I voted for them. Uh, is a tragically hip because of the fact that they can do folk like um, Fiddler's Green and uh, music like that, but then they can do hard rock, and they're kind of like the Bob Dylan of our generation. But there's a couple of old-timers that you guys didn't mention that they're, that they are the fabric of Canada, and okay. that would be Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, I was going to say Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. one you may not know, yeah, Stomp and Tom. Oh, Stomp and Tom. I can tell you this. I'm friends with one of Stomp and Tom's uh, 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 stepdaughters. So um, I was with her the day he passed away. So, yeah, no, I do know that very much. Hey, Bill, thanks so much for the call, man. You have a fantastic uh, morning, okay? Bill in Calgary right there. We've got time for one more, I think. Uh, So that was tragically hip from Bill. So that adds more points to the hip. we got a race here. Uh, Sharon in Winnipeg. Hey, Sharon. Hi. BTO. BTO? Yep. Uh, they're the uh, they are the best uh, Canadian band of all time. Now, is this because you're local voting local favorites here, Sharon? What's going on? Yeah, uh, partly. I got to hear Randy growing up, but also, right. you know, his kids get coming on with it. He's influenced a lot of people, and he's mm-hmm. a nice man. Very beautiful. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, Sharon's in Winnipeg, 877-399-9898, best band of all time, Men Without Hats. <laughs> nice. uh, I shouldn't have giggled there, I suppose. No. <laughs> they take it away. I, I feel like, oh, man. <sighs> now, Len, steal my sunshine. Okay, you can giggle for Len. Great song. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. I vote for uh, the Guess Who. All-time Canadian okay. party band. Okay. All right, Ry. What's our total? Who do wins? Well, we, gotta we got to play something because yep, BK's got a bunch of pick one. Last-minute votes. Rush was at eight, but we got two big things for Tragically Hip at the end with the hip leading at 10 right now. That is the that is the ten. winner. 10. 10 for the Tragically right Hip. Best Canadian yep. band of all time. This is The Shift Podcast. It's The Shift. I'm Shane Hewitt. Jerry Hahn hears music differently than we do. Jerry is our guest. Jerry joins us from New Jersey. And sometimes, sometimes you ever feel like you're missing out. Maybe that there's not, there's more going on than we realize. This is Jerry's life. Jerry, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you, sir. So you can see sound yes i see every single sound i hear every single sound you hear okay so uh jerry has spent her entire life seeing sound this is perfectly normal for jerry to have this conversation for me this is wild to think now i've always sort of thought of uh, i guess my belief system support the aura of people and people being able to have intuition and all those things um tell me the I don't want to call it a condition, maybe situation. You're presented with Jerry, how it's all started. And, um, and does that make you weird? I guess it definitely makes me weird. 
Um, but <laughs> <laughs> only because only two to four percent of people on the planet are hardwired this way. It is probably genetic in that um, three of my six kids have it. Um, and I've spoken to other people for whom it runs in families. Um, there are, I happen to have been at a conference two years ago with, with like 30 of us synesthetes and 200 neuroscientists who study us and write papers. And so it's not mental illness. It is truly an interesting, or I think interesting wiring of our brains. Hmm. Okay. So a wiring of your brain is it a short circuit? Is it something that broke? I see the negative perspective I'm taking, or is it this overdevelopment of of these sensor sensory perceptions for you? It is. It is probably that two sets of nerves are stuck in the on position, or different sets of nerves um, are stuck together. It is simultaneous. There is no delay um, when I. I hear, I see what I hear. I taste what I see, not like turmeric or cinnamon, but mouthfeel. Um, um, when I hear particularly opera, big music, it goes right into the middle of my chest and dances like dancers in the middle of my, inside my body. Um, I have 13 kinds of synesthesia. When I have pain, I, I can describe the pain exquisitely in detail. I've made artwork based on what it looks like. Um, I see pleasure. I've, I've made a, I made a piece of art based on an orgasm that was six feet across. <laughs> the art was. Yes, the art, the art was. <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> um so but, uh, but it's, there's, it's suggested that babies have all five senses connected uh, when they're born. And by the time they're six months old, they separate into sight, smell, taste, touch and, and hearing. But for synesthetes, for whatever reasons, ours are somehow sort of gemini together. They're stuck together um, so that we live in a world that is invisible to people who are not wired this way. And some, sometimes it's like being in a sandstorm of stimulus. Um, I'm very lucky in that if I am art making, drawing, cooking, doing things which require focus with my hands, that sandstorm of stimulus gets reduced. And it is so I have walked across a bridge into a room that is air conditioned, has comfy seating and lovely cold drinks. So that I don't get overwhelmed another there are some synesthetes for whom this is an overwhelming experience and not as much fun as i have and it's always been this way yes sir absolutely as you know when I you drive can... oh sorry i finished your thought i didn't mean to step on you there it's just as long as i can remember it's always been this way i used to go through boxes and boxes of 48 colors of crayola crayons because in order to be sane i had to be coloring i had to be drawing uh, because my world was like busy 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 even as a little teeny kid so as long as i was art making i was comforted i was good i imagine it driving down a highway and billboard after billboard of image after image after image like this non-stop overflow of info is it too much well, it's not too much, and it's not so much the billboards, the actual visual, as it is the sound of all the tires on the highway, right? <laughs> and the you know the 
just the air conditioning in the car or the sounds of trucks going by. Or in fact, if, if I'm in a, a space, I'm a, I'm a good driver and I like to drive long distances and I can, and I'm good with maps. So, but anyhow, when I get to an intersection where I'm not quite sure what I have to do, I cannot absolutely cannot have the radio on or nobody can talk to me because I have to have to pay attention and try to, you know, get rid of all that extra stuff that's always there. So much going on. Okay, so the sounds, I've tried to imagine what this looks like, Jerry. Uh, in my mind, I, I guess like kaleidoscope comes to mind. Um, screensaver on a computer sort of comes to mind that uh, in you know radio land, we have volume units that bounce up and down as we're speaking right now. I've got a little meter that's you know green and yellow, and if I'm too loud, it goes red and and all that stuff um, in front of me. That's, that's what I imagine it'd be like. Not the first stuff you described, but the meter thing in front of you is what it looks like. My world is is wherever the sound exists, when as long as it exists, it has a timbre which gives it its shape. It has a pitch which gives it its, its um, color um, and it exists exactly where the sound is coming from. And when the sound stops, the image goes away. When, and it goes when from left sound. to right. It's, it's very, very, very much like that image in front of you right now. Yeah. Except that each timbre, each timbre is, it's got its own shape. It's like, I live in the land of moving sculptures, little teeny moving sculptures. The difference between a timbre of a piano key and a, and a violin, well, not a violin so much, a, 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 a drum or um, an oboe um, and a violin, they look different. They have a different shape. Uh, the oboe sound is very round and, the, and, and, and a violin is like skinny and has a lot of little tiny little other colored little teeny dots in it. Yeah, I feel like it would be sharper. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. So now you, okay, you've been married for a long time. Yes. And when did you realize, because I'm guessing it's not like, by the way, in grade six, they did some testing and said, by the way, this is what you have. Like, you can do this. Um, how did you discover this to be a thing? And how did it become real in your life that you were able to sort of identify it and acknowledge it? Well, um, it was um, early in January of 2002 and CBS Sunday morning was on and my husband suddenly says chair get in here because he was watching television and I came in and I watched the show and they were talking about synesthesia and when it was over I looked at him and I was incredulous I said you don't see sound and he said what are you crazy of course I don't see sound and then we had the conversation about it now three of my six kids have this so we had a way of talking about the world, which was different, such that my husband could see this show and say, oh, they're talking about the family, right. um, and particularly my wife, because I have it way more than any of the kids. Um, but until that, and I still don't know how y'all just hear things. If you can't see it, I don't, I don't even, I can't imagine how composers create music if they can't see it. I, I mean, I just right. don't know. Yeah. So just like I can't understand how you can see the music, you can't understand how I can't see the exactly. music. It's amazing. So does that change the relationship then when you have this deeper understanding or, or your husband is able to, you know, kind of get it? Because synesthesia being the name now, now you've got a category, a box to put it in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have always been his entertainment. He, he's a business guy. He's a, a numbers guy, mergers and acquisitions guy. And 
and he's got 90% of him is all business. And the last 10% is just creative, awesome, groovy, you know, openness. And so that I've always been his entertainment in that 10% part of his brain. So he was very, very happy to discover that we had a name for what I was. And then I began to um, do reading about it, read books about it, go to conferences, uh, meet other people who were synesthetes. Um, uh, I mean, I ended up going to Moscow, Russia in 19 to an international uh, conference of synesthetes, and they hooked my head up to an e I guess the EEG EEG. They had co four computers there. They had somebody playing the piano and somebody else who was not a synesthete was also hooked up and they dropped this great big screen down and they projected our brains onto the screen and mine listening to the music is going light, 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 light up in a very, very different place than the person who wasn't a synesthete. My brain just really? shows up differently. And that's one of the ways you can quantify, not quantify, but but identify if if you really have to have some scientific way to do it, um, to identify synesthetes as compared to people yeah. who are not. Wow, so the brain map is even totally different because it's lighting up in different places. That's now, great. People who okay. do lots, lots of drugs, uh, who, who people who do drugs, which I haven't done. I, I smoked pot a couple of times in the 1960s. and went, excuse me, my real life is more interesting than this. doesn't cost uh, money, and it doesn't make me paranoid, and isn't against the law, so I'm done. Uh, yeah, right? Who needs psychedelics when yeah. you got all this going on? Exactly. But other people who do drugs say, oh, you're like somebody on LSD all the time. Okay, so this is not just for you. It's there's more than one because I think you said thirteen. But yes. for other people, it can be different. What? How yeah. does this? Maybe some of the other people you've met, other experiences for yourself, okay. ways that you've been able to share this stuff. How does this? How else does it present itself? I met a, a gentleman in England who tastes every single word he hears, and he and sometimes people's names are create a taste in his mouth that is not pleasant. Um, uh, and he, he, even as a little kid, he could identify the train stops by the taste. Oh, I like the, I like this stop better than that stop because this one tastes really yummy. Now it's like, Oh, yuck. I don't want to get off at that train stop. Um, there are people who, who feel, um, uh, sound in their skin. Like it's like a physicality to it. Um, um, I, as I said, I taste it. I, I can taste it. Um, some people only have say a number form, uh, where, um, numbers and time are in 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 patterns that are visible and um chisel peasel there's something called mirror touch where which is very rare where you can feel literally feel somebody else's pain you you get close to someone and you can tell exactly exactly where they hurt um it's a it's an empathy it's almost like the empathy gene is very loud yeah um, this is amazing. This is absolutely fascinating. Jerry Hahn, uh, it, it, the, the topic that, that we have here is synesthesia. Now, sound. Tell me about sound because you are here listening to me. Now, selfishly, I want to know what that looks like. Um, but at the same time, with, with all the sounds you described about sort of short staccato type of sounds versus longer, more round sounds. How, how does it, how does it work between my voice, music and, and all of that? If I'm art making, I prefer music. Uh, amb ambient music is, is where I will do a piece. It's uh, an art piece. It's a very, a, a kind of a gestalt of the whole piece of music. I prefer to do music 
pieces that where I could stop 15 or 20 seconds at most and play it over and over again until I could get all the different cameras that I see as a basis. And then I work from that. Your voices had got this golden yellow and then red orange kind of like a ribbon of from left to right moving like a stream in front of me. But because every word, let me um, go back a little bit, the consonants of the words that are spoken are the are that are all letters are in color. So the consonants are the dominant sounds when words are spoken. So your words are like a ticker tape under my computer screen or mm. under your chin um, I, within this overarching river of the timbre of your voice. So we have the timbre of your voice and then the individual words. If you were speaking a foreign language that I didn't know, I would still see the timbre of the sounds of the words. So it's like music only in, instead of instrument notes, it's word shapes. Yeah, I, I, I hear the two, I hear the two yeah. distinctions between, you know, because I could hum, <laughs> not saying anything. So that would present itself as a color. Then I'm shaping the sounds too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like humming, that humming is a, is a blue purple um, fat, uh, cottony look. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I want to see this now. I want to I want to like plug a wire from my brain into your brain. I want to see what this looks like. Okay, so now when when I sit down and um because you, you sort of hinted at the 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 emotion there, right? Yes. Uh, so if I'm mad, does it, ah, it's, it's, ah, if I'm, you know, is, is that different too? Cause now we've got, yes. cause we've got obviously the, the types of sounds, the way I'm shaping the sound, the overall timbre of it, the, my voice, whether it's shaping it or not. Yeah. And then there's the emotion, uh, and excitement has, energy this, behind it. Yeah. The scale that would make it, it, think of it as sculpture that each sound is a piece of sculpture and a sculpture. If you were angry and it was loud, it would be this big thing and it'd probably be closer to my face. Um, yeah, it would just be bigger. Right. It would get bigger. Okay. So does this play into your personal life with your hubby? Because I mean, you guys are sitting there talking about things all the time. I mean, you can probably tell when he's, you know, giving you the real deal, like authenticity. I mean, you can probably see right okay. through people. <laughs> yes. Um, we have an inordinately close relationship. Um, we, he used to... I don't even know how to talk about it. it we, we are so close. Um, he's, he and I solve each other's problems. We, he sleeps on it and figures it out. And I sort of have this 42,000 foot view of what he's describing. And I see a pattern in it. Yeah. And it, so we talk about our patterns in ways that re probably regular, a lot of regular people don't discuss. We have a, a very high level of communication. Yeah. That sits with me. Um, okay. So you're an artist. You do the artwork and you do all kinds of beautiful art pieces. Uh, it's really cool stuff, by the way, jerryhan.com. I'll sh uh, share that at shiftheads.ca on our, our nighttime community. And so everyone else can link and see it too. Now, you, when you paint, you said you prefer painting to music. That's what you no, just said. No, I do not paint. I oh, don't sorry. Know. That's okay. I don't know how to paint. People look at my work and think they're paintings. They I think are. I understood because no. I think I thought there was a canvas thing. I th or no, it was works in. Oh, it is works in fabric. I get it now. Yeah, I, it's I, all I, hand I, sewn. It's all yeah, hand yeah. sewn on silk because 
just the physicality of hand sewing is this comfort land, this, this slow, meditative, every single piece right. I make is hand stitched. Um, I mean, I, I do a lot of drawings, but the drawings yeah. are, you know, before I ever get to the sewn pieces. Right. I, 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 I do largely pieces based on musical um i've done work for like the local jazz station based on uh, miles davis i've um done work on on a lot of avant-garde musicians but i've also done pieces based on like correlating conjunctions and but and not because i see patterns in language um but it's all hand sewn it's all i draw it usually on a napkin i put it in i scan it i throw it pull a uh, uh, Photoshop. I make a pattern. I put a light table. I make patterns. I cut it out of silk. I put the silk on linen. I hand sew this thing together, and voila! I got a piece. It's forty by forty. Artwork, beautiful. Okay, cool. I, I just took a canvas and fabric as one. See, there's me not listening. Um, so okay, so this is great. So, but music is the is the be all end all. Can you make that out of my voice? Can, I mean, could you listen back to this conversation and 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 colorize it through the artwork? Well, I could, but only I would have to take an individual word. Oh, I see. Uh, I mean, and then, uh, but then what? Like, just be with that word and listen to that word. Yeah, and then I would see that word, and then I would, uh, I would see the colors of that word. A lot of synesthetes just have these big swirly messes of color on the canvas, which is not how I see the world at all. But 99% of the artwork I've seen by other synesthetes is not discrete. Mine is always discrete. Mm-hmm. But I'm always concerned with the space between the sounds because that's what makes it discrete. Um, so that's why I would see your voice. Pick a word. Pick, well, pick a word. L- love. I would say love. All right. So love. Love is L, L is a kind of a, a, a bone colored yellow. L O is like see through like ice cubes. O V V is a bright yellow. E is is a is a is a grass green. Um, and if I were to do it by love, the shape would be um, it would be like concave. Okay, it would be interesting. Concave. Now, could you could you do it with if I said I love you? Is that just too much or? Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much, too much going on. And, and it's because of all the layers of what we're, you know, the connotation, the denotation, the, the, who you're, you know, what, what, you know, just all of the layers of what, whatever it is means. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, there's just, an awful lot going on, right? It's kind of like, I've never taught any of my children to cook and I love to cook. I, I wrote a cookbook because I can taste food without ever having to, if I know what it already tastes like, I can make up recipes. And I wrote a cookbook when I was in my early twenties at, sold thousands, hundreds of, sold thousands and thousands and thousands of copies. Um, 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 but anyhow, I never taught my kids to cook because when I'm making the food, I'm in my zone and I don't want to come out of this special place where I'm cooking to have to say words to like, I have to come out and talk. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a different wavelength. It's like, it's like, I have to speak a different language. I have to stop doing my physicality and talk. Huh. Okay, I totally get that. The presence of it and and the being present to it—that's so great. Okay, so music you said though is more defined. Oh, music yes. has uh, specific tones, specific yes. sounds, long, short, everything else yes. for your artwork. Yes. Way easier. So tell me about the music. What kind of music? I mean, I want to know about outside on a thunderstorm. I mean, that oh. some people will say that's music. I want to know about because that's very defined in my eyes. And then, um, but then I want to know about how you see music when you're hearing one of your favorites that you like to listen to. Well, all right. 
that's two different things uh, about nature. Nature is extremely exciting to me. Um, it is, it is my, it's where I, sort of like my spirit life is to be outdoors and listen to birds and thunderstorms and um, just every, the little bit of wind in the trees. And it, it's all just quite wonderful. Uh, the airplanes flying overhead, all of it, all of it. I, I love, love, love the, the various colors and shapes and textures of the, all the wonder of being out of doors. Um, but what kind of music? I listen to music that it has discreet timbres, jazz, because it's always a new movie, and avant-garde music, because I've really never heard it before. And all my, like, since I discovered college radio a long, long time ago, where I could listen to avant-garde music, um, it, it, I, all music is like watching a movie. I do not listen to uh, classic rock. Not that I didn't like it. It's not that it's not good. But I'm just not interested. I've seen that movie too many times before. I want something mm. new. Yeah. And I'm 77 years old and I'm still looking for something that's new. Yeah. Well, you were <laughs> self-proclaimed hippie back in the day with your pot smoking. So you've already been through. You've seen the classic rock stuff. Yes. This is absolutely fantastic. Jerry, I this is... I have more questions. The reality is, is I feel like I could keep asking more and more and more all the time. Um, you know, I can you drive and listen to music at the same time or does it get too much going on? If I'm if I'm on a highway and I have cruise control, which I thankfully have, I can listen to music. Um, but if I'm in a if I'm someplace where I haven't been before, I have to be very careful and turn off the, the radio and say, don't talk to me. I have to pay attention. Uh, because it's the sound of the tires. It's the sound of the trucks around me. It's the, you know, all of the sounds that are uh, on the highway that are visually like pieces of sculpture in the air that I have to like kind of see through. Hmm. Um, so it's, when, I, when I'm able to, to, to deal with the world, it is as though um, I'm watching television and the phone rings and I'm, my eyes are open. The TV's on in front of me. I pick up the phone. I'm on the phone. I'm talking and I'm paying attention to the person on the phone. I'm having a real conversation. The TV is still on. I can still see it, but it's not like um, when it's, when I get off the phone, I have no idea what happened to the plot. I didn't, I, it was there, but I didn't see it. I mean, I saw it, but I didn't see it. So that's sort of like my life when I'm, I'm living a normal life. If you just met me, you'd think I was creative and artistic, but you wouldn't know how yeah. this invisible world that I live in. That, I feel you know, like it's insightful for so many people to hear this because they might be having their own version of this in some yes. fashion. Yes. And, and if, if anybody's out there, it, you know, has any of these qualities or has children who say, Oh, what color is your four? Um, please, please, please do some research. This is not mental illness. This is hard wiring. There's a lot of research being done in this right now. I would have had a completely different life had I known that this was who I was from the time I was young. Um, yeah, elevated. I, I feel, that's what I feel like the word is, is elevated, right? It's just that, that the view you take is just elevated. Well, okay. Um, I love it. <laughs> I do. I, f I feel like it's just so like three dimensional, right? Oh, it As is. opposed to, it is. you know, it is. I, I, so I, great. I, I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of drawings of sculptures. I've only made a few because I love to work in metal and I don't always have access. Um, but I love uh, I, because I think so dimensionally. Um, I just need to have enough money to get some of this stuff fabricated. Yeah. Isn't that the case? Uh, <laughs> Jerryhan.com is the website. Jerry, thank you so much for being here. I, um, it's amazing. And thank you for sharing your love for your husband too. That I think that's inspiring as well for all of us. And, um, 
And this is really cool. So we'll share that out for everyone else. Uh, JerryHahn.com. My pleasure, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Good night. This is the Shift Podcast. Happy Canada Day. It's officially here and we are ready to celebrate. And I have to tell you, when I thought about Canada Day and I thought, who can I put on the radio on the shift here on Canada Day? There was only one guy I thought of. Only one guy. His name is Gurdip Punder. He's with us now and he's traveling around Canada doing his summer tour stuff again. And I mean it, Gurdip, by the way. I Literally, I texted you in the middle of the night and I said, please come on the show. I want you to be here for Canada Day. How are you? I'm doing uh, fantastic, Shane. Very nice to connect with you. It's so good to see you. You look fantastic. You look handsome as ever, and you look happy and all of those things. You're traveling around. How are you feeling? What's going on in your life? You've been busy. You've been very busy, and you've been keeping secrets from us, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, So now there are no secrets. I am in Ottawa. I'm uh, going to perform for Canada Day on national stage tomorrow. I have actually three performances. Uh, I'm going to do perform during noon time. Then during afternoon time, I'm hosting a workshop. Then in the evening time again, I'm going to do my performance just to celebrate Canada, to celebrate country, to send a positive, joyful vibes to all the Canadians and to deliver the message of unity and togetherness. Uh, and I'm excited about it. And uh, and afterwards, I'm going to do my across-the-country trip. Nice. So teaching Bhangra, I'm assuming, with your lessons tomorrow and, and, and your dance and all that stuff. Do you have any uh, partnerships that you've signed up with? Because sometimes you tend to bring in other cultures into your dance. Are you sticking to uh, the more traditional Bhangra dancing uh, for um, Canada Day? I'm sticking to more traditional Pangra dancing this time. So because uh, my performance is based on Pangra dancing. So that's the reason that I'm sticking to it. Uh, but the, the good, good news is that some dancers are going to join me. I trained them through video and I did some rehearsals with them today again in person rehearsals. And they are going to dance with me. Every, everybody Exciting. will dance Pangra uh, this happy dance. This is great. I love this. Okay. You, after Canada Day is done, you are heading out on the road. You have a long list of places you're going to visit. Uh, the, and it's, I love the title because it's exactly very Gurdip of you um, in the title uh, of your, your Spreading the Joy and Positivity Across Canada Tour. And Can you tell us the proper name of the tour and, and where you're going and, and what you're going to be up to? So the proper name of the tour is Gurdip's Joy, Hope and Positivity Tour. And I'm going to start from the East Coast. I'm going to spend some time in the East Coast. I'm, and then I will head uh, to Nunavut. And then I will come down again. Then I will head towards the uh, Ontario side. Then uh, Manitoba. Then Saskatchewan. And then I'm coming to Alberta. I'm coming to Calgary and, and mention both cities. Uh, and, and then uh, I'll go to Northwest Territories, B.C., uh, I don't need to go to Yukon because I, I'm going to Yukon eventually. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, everybody's sick of you at home, right? <laughs> they're like, this guy's dancing in the streets all the time. We see him every day. Oh, that's um, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so excited about this too. Especially not, not, about just, not just about the two, connecting with the Canadians on in-person level as much as I can. 
because uh, mm-hmm. I received a lot of messages from people across the country from coast to coast to coast, and especially during the height of the pandemic. So now I'm going to meet some of them in person. How they how are they doing in their life? And uh, and it's 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 great uh, to build uh, um, more deeper connections with the people who watch my videos. So that's the another reason. And I also uh, have been receiving invitations from different communities to visit them. So I'll use uh, this time to visit those communities too. So, so yeah, uh, it's going to be a happy tour. A happy tour. How long is it going to take? Because, I mean, you're got, you have a lot of stops. You're going to be busy. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that it will take me two plus months, maybe close to three months. I haven't uh, decided my finishing date yet, but I'll go with the flow as I always do. Uh, yeah. So uh, if at some one place I end up spending more time, I will do uh, things like that. So my purpose is just to connect, uh, generate positive energy, build a positive cross-cultural, positive interracial connections, uh, um, create healing because um, as we all know that we are living in, 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 in during times when there is a lot of suffering due, due to many, many reasons, uh, uh, work, job, there's inflation now. This is new pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Pandemic oh, of inflation. <laughs> so that is oh, also so true. Yeah, causing a lot of suffering. Uh, um, so so my message is, is going to be simple uh, that uh, how we can still ground ourselves, uh, still calm ourselves down while we are dealing with all these, uh, these things in our life. Because uh, life should, should, should be easy. It's supposed to be free, supposed to be straightforward, but sometimes it's not. Um, I, I'm just uh, going to bring some reminders to people that, uh, that it's always great, uh, great to uh, move on. It's always great to uh, find joy on everyday basis. You know, we just had that conversation here on the shift this week, Ardeep, when, when we talked about, uh, you know, our good news Tuesday and where we share good news, we have a whole day where we share good news. And we, we had one of our, our community members, one of our shift heads who had said, you know, I'm not having the greatest day. I look forward to hearing everybody's good news. And this community of this audience, uh, all stepped up and brought in all kinds of good news. And I feel like it's okay to acknowledge that sometimes like you don't always have to be perfect. You don't always have to have good news, but if you can just acknowledge that that's just not where you are and then just sort of, it's almost like setting it free. And then, then sit into the positivity and sit into the the things that matter to you. You're able to create that uh, and start to just, but you got to acknowledge it. Uh, my my friend Jody Carrington, who is a child psychologist, she always says, "Name it to tame it," and then you sort of just set it free. Is that kind of how it works for you when you go through you know a tough day? And and I'm assuming Gurdip doesn't always have perfect days where he's dancing in the streets. I mean, you are a human being, so is that how it works for you? Where you're just able to sort of go, you know what, that just happened. It's time for me to move on and off you go. Yeah, it works exactly that way. I do get sad. I do have my own share of uh, feeling the sadness, feeling uh, all these kind of uh, 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 waves. Uh, I do believe that sadness is an important part of our life. Uh, uh, when I talk about creating joy, it doesn't mean that canceling sadness. 
Right. And, and I believe that sadness and joy can coexist. Uh, yeah. and, and these days, it's important to make both of, both of them uh, live together, side by side. Because if yeah. there's a sadness on one side, you can create joy on the other side. I mean that sometimes you, if you are reflecting, you are in those moments when you're down, that's okay. That is normal. Uh, it takes time to process them, uh, breathe, and then make some effort to find your joy again. Then after some joyful moments, if you want to be down again, that's okay again. Um, the reason is that uh, although sadness is great, but prolonged sadness right. may not be great. Sometimes prolonged sadness can create uh, other things like depression or other forms of mental health issues. So my message is more towards prolonged sadness, not just sadness. Because um, sad, sadness is great. Because sadness is also allows us to reflect and think uh, uh, about the other side of the picture. And sometimes uh, sadness also creates our humbleness. Sadness also uh, let our ego go away. Sadness also, uh, it puri purifies our souls too, because sometimes uh, we cry. And when we cry, we it's like uh, blockages of emotions. We let, let them go. And we feel that we are lightened, we, we are more free. So so that kind of sadness is great. Those kind of tears are all good. Um, but but sometimes we are sad for weeks or months or maybe for years. I have met yeah. people in my life who are sad for years. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of sadness, I, I, I talk about that. Uh, it's important to come back to your joy of happiness. Well, isn't it amazing that um, that even the sadness sometimes can inspire us to dance. And just like we can dance for joy, we can dance to also just not be sad. And um, that's a beautiful thing too. And I love what you're doing. You know, I'm a big fan of you as a person, let alone what you do in the public eye. Uh, I would like to bring you on later in the summer once this is all done, because I you have been quietly and secretly educating yourself in the background for a new career. You've been working on so many things uh, <laughs> that I want to tell everybody all about. We don't have time today, but I want to tell everybody all about it. Uh, you're not very good at talking about yourself for those things, so I'll do it for you. And, um, and so we can learn a little bit more about Gurdip and what you're up to. So, uh, Gurdip.ca, by the way, is the website where you can get, uh, Gurdip's music and dance and, and ask about dance lessons and, and all of that stuff. So not only all of that could be coming to your town and watch out uh, later today on Canada day, uh, you're going to see them all over the TV. It's going to be great. And, um, and I want to tell you that, so I was in Ireland last weekend, Gurdip, and it was very crazy, busy in the airport. And I was worried about catching my flights and I was worried about all these things. And I thought of you and I thought about, you know what? I wouldn't have any of these things in my life if it hadn't worked out this way. It's worked out for me to have the people in my life that I'm grateful for to get to this place. So why am I so attached to this outcome of this flight? And I thought of you and I thought, you know what? This is exactly what Gurdip talks about all the time. And I'm just going to, I'm going to see where it goes. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to help. I'm going to sit. I'm going to be patient. And uh, I'm going to take action where I need to take action. And then we're going to go. And sure as can be, everything worked out. And here we are together talking again. So you, you taught me that lesson last week, bud. This is my honor, my friend. This is my honor, and uh, and uh, we all teach uh, our fellow friends. Uh, you you also teach through your radio uh, so many lessons to so many people. So you are doing amazing. You are doing wonderful. 
Oh, you're great. Congratulations on the success. Enjoy the tour. Uh, please fire me some text messages and some uh, some pictures of your journey privately. I would love to see some of those. And um, and enjoy this day today while Canada celebrates you. Um, I, I'm putting you up on the pedestal for Canada Day as, as the most Canadian guy I know. So I wanted you here. So thanks for being here on short notice. Thank you. Thank you, Shane, for having me. I'm wishing you all the all the best and happy Canada Day. Thanks for listening to The Shift Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show and share with anyone you like. Get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and CuriousCast.ca.